Good evening, everyone. Welcome again to another session, another episode of Box 18. My name's Tola, and today I have with me Elijah. Hello, uh, hello, hello, hello. Paul won't be joining us today, uh, but before we continue, <laughs> I have a feeling he's running away because of the Arsenal game and the yeah, penalty. Well, we, won. we won, though, so it's not a problem. Yeah, but he didn't want to face the penalty question, in it? So, <laughs> but you yeah. The, you should be the one running away because your team lost. I don't support Tottenham. Uh, well, your your manager, fan club, and then AC Milan lost. Your your team, the team that you support, they lost. So, yeah, yeah, but, I, you know, I don't support them. When you say support, <laughs> you, you kind of make me affiliated with the club. I'm not... In are, you not a, are you not a fanboy of Mourinho? I'm a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a student of the game. Yeah, fanboy. <laughs> I'm, I'm a student of the game. That's 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 all I can say. I'm a student of the game. But before we continue, please, um, our listeners, please do not forget to follow us on Instagram. We now have an Instagram page, which is yeah. Box Eighteen Talk, all one word. Please endeavor to follow. There will be so many updates in terms of football questions, uh, football memes, football videos also being pop, you know, being posted. As long as we have. There is no copyright infringement. We can. Say a big thank you to all our followers so far. Yeah. Better than before four thirty on Sunday, right? Yes. Way better than so. I was going to start this episode with a bang, but yeah. you know, we're just let's just go around the country and uh, mm. we we talked about you know scores from you know what what weekend. could yeah from the weekend <laughs> mm-hmm. with the biggest game being um, North London derby, London derby, which yeah. you know deservedly mm-hmm. Arsenal won. As you know me, I always give props where props are due. Well done. Uh, no, I, I always, I always, I always, as much as it hurts me that it's Arsenal, I always, always give, I, you know me, that's one thing I never, I never shy away from. Of what I think about your club. Mm-hmm. You guys, you guys played better. Yeah. Um, I don't want to use the word control. But they did. Okay. No, the uh, reason why I'm being, I'm saying control, I don't want to use the word control because after, Emil Smith Rowe hit the crossbar. Mm-hmm. There was a time where Tottenham started to move the ball a lot. That better. was that was for like five minutes or two minutes, and they scored. Uh, and, it was more than five. And minutes, we got like, the ball straight away, and after that, put pressure on them and scored. Yeah, because the way well watching the game, yeah. there was there was the first 15, 20 minutes where Arsenal should have taken the chances. Right, yeah. you yeah. you had pressure. You had everything going for you. Mm-hmm. And when I looked at it, I was like, you know what? This game is just going to be another typical Arsenal flop. Flop, yeah. Was, when, when Tottenham scored, that was what I thought straight away. I was like, nah, not, not again. This is yeah. what happened in the first game. We controlled the game. Like, Obviously, mm. we didn't 
in the first game we didn't like create good chances. Mm-hmm. But we had the ball. I think ball possession was like was it seventy three twenty seven, and yeah. Tottenham had two shots on target and scored with the two. Well, they only had one actually, and they scored with the only shot on target. Yeah. they had in the well, first half. So in the first game, when we oh were, yeah, the first game, yeah, yeah, away, yeah, away from home, yeah, that was that was yeah. what happened. So. I just thought, but, no, not again. This is the same thing that happened last time. The same thing is going to happen mm. again. But I mean, the, the thing for me was, you know, the reason why I'm shying away from using the word control yeah. is because overall the possession at the end of the game was about, what, 53-47? Yeah. And we all know it's mostly down to the last 15 minutes I mean, of the game and yeah. that little spell during the game. game. Yeah. But, you know, let's talk about it. Lamella's goal. Uh. <laughs> and don't 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 be biased because I know it was a great goal against Arsenal. Yeah, that's what? that's um, what, what's the, what's that called? Uh, the Rabona, the FIFA, whatever. Is it Puskas? Yeah, yeah. That's like you one think of, you one think you might win it? Yeah. That goal was magnificent. That's up there. That goal was that's, magnificent. Yeah, that's I mean, like, that's goal of the season so far. Like, I don't, I can't compare that to any goal. Uh, but you know, match of the day would always find a way. <laughs> <laughs> they always find a way to discredit a goal. Oh, because they lost the game overall, <laughs> no, so no. we don't think we can give it. No, no, no. Because obviously he's done it before, isn't it? And um, mm. for him to do it again, it means, it means that's that's like his skill. Like every footballer mm. got like a skill that they do. So let's mm. say like someone like Ronaldinho, he had a he had a skill that he did. Was it the flip flap? Mm. He used to do that for fun. Uh, mm. um, what's it called? Ronaldo, the old Ronaldo, he had the step overs and whatnot. Mm. So everyone like Snake. so that's that's his own that's his trademark. I, it begs to you know it draws the the question yeah where does he do that for fun? You must be doing that for fun in training. Yeah, is 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 muscle memory. Like you're not, cause, you're not gonna do something that you've never done before. It's muscle memory. Yeah, because the way how Ronaldo was scoring overhead kick is muscle memory. Because if you've yeah, done it before, it saves you that like, you could do that over and over again. Mm. Yeah, it it was it was such a good goal. It was such yeah. such a magnificent goal that nobody. I think the Arsenal defenders were close to clapping. Yeah, you know, <laughs> in a game like that, if you were to clap as a player, nobody can have a go at you like it, it's just a good goal it's, mm-hmm. it's, not even, it's a great goal yeah like the connection it's just you oh. sweet and perfect <sighs> well, that's, well, anyway. that's is disrespectful though it was disrespectful again and you know those are the kind of goals you score and you know people like uh, Martin Keon who do a rude Van Nistelrooy <laughs> <laughs> you know like why, why are you scoring that type of goal against us but you know it's a shame that you know, I know you have your own standing as as an Arsenal fan, but yeah. it's a shame that you know it wasn't a match winning goal. If it was, yeah, if it was, I, uh, I think it it would be a different case. Yeah. But then he, before we get to the penalty, he got himself sent off. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's he's had that in him anyway. Like immediately he came on, I was like, nah, this guy. I think he he had he had an exchange with um. Xhaka first, and then yeah. they had another one with uh, David Lewis. It's a derby. It's a derby. No, regardless, that Lamela is always but, like that. 
have you, he's, he's him, always have like you, that. Have you watched him play all the time? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's, like, always, he's always very aggressive, I think, over heights. That's his style of play anyway. Yeah. Uh, and the thing with Lamella is, when he comes on the pitch, the first thing he does, every game I've seen him play it, this season, yeah. he puts in a tackle. Yes. It makes people know I'm here. <laughs> yeah, he puts in a tackle. Well, and he's, you know, he's, not, he's not a defender to be doing that. Yeah, but you're what you got? You're a attacking player. Why should you be doing those kind of things? It's always yeah, like what, what... back chatting, trying to get into people's skin. Mm. Yeah, but what you can appreciate is that there's still an attacking player with a with fire in them. Yeah. Like I'm not saying be stupid and you know get the yellow card. That's fine. Yeah, the red card. To be honest with you, I think it's a red. It's a second yellow. Mm-hmm. But what? Gets on my nerves. The first tackle was not yellow card. Yeah, it was. It was a bit soft, but I think it's because the ref has spoken to him before. That was the reason why he gave him a card to. Like, no, that was Hoybier. It, it gave, wasn't him. He gave him that a yellow his... card to calm him down. That yeah, but that was his. That was his very first tackle. Yeah. Um. No, because you know he had an exchange with Xhaka and ref. Yeah, the exchange is fine. And then but he it had wasn't another one with David Luiz. Yeah. So, but if you I ask the me, first, the first yellow card was to calm him down. But, um, mm. Maybe you forgot that I already had one. So because the second one, he he was clearly trying to protect himself, yeah. but he didn't swing the arm. Yes. So he, no excuse for that. Yeah. But I, overall, mm. and we're gonna get to the penalty. I think Mike Oliver had a, he had an off day. Yeah, he did. He did. I, and I'm I'm glad you can agree because yeah, so I I had this conversation with my colleagues at work with my boss. Yeah, he did. Now let's talk about because um, I think he he took he took them so long. It took him so long because Tottenham were like fouling Arsenal players. It took it took him so long to book someone. But so let's talk about the penalty. Yeah. We were having a discussion on Sunday. <laughs> so. Please, please, please tell me why you think that was a penalty. Well, I'll tell you this. If it was outside the box, what would you give? Would you give a free kick? No, it wouldn't be a free kick. And we both know that. Okay, continue. I'll I'll let you finish. We're only having this debate because it was inside the box. Yeah, I'll let you finish. Because that challenge was reckless. It was trying to block the ball, but it was reckless trying to block the ball. So, define reckless. Was it going for Lacazette or was he trying to block the ball? He was trying to block the ball, but he did not block the ball. So, he so, kicked the player. No, 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 no. no. See, and this is where I argue with everyone, right? Even a Tottenham fan was like, it's a pen, but on a normal day, it shouldn't be a pen. Yeah. Now, this, this, is, this, is why, this is why I've heard all sort of things. His foot was high. He, he kicked Lacazette. No, no, no. Lacazette kicked him. Yeah, but even... Even like color outside the box here. Yeah? If I kick the ball, and then you come in, and I kick to you, they'll give a free kick. Even if I've passed okay. the ball, they'll still give a free kick because of the way you came. So, you were attempt, so, you were trying to block the ball, and you didn't block the ball. If you hmm. block the ball, they won't give a pen. It didn't touch the ball at all, and it touched the player. Even if the player is kicked, okay. it is reckless. Okay. Let, let let us let us let us let us clear the aspect of he kicks Lacazette. Yeah. Number one, I don't agree. Kick Lacazette. Yeah. Because now 
reason why I don't agree, right? And we can, we can. I mean, that's the whole point of the podcast: yeah. agree to to have opinions, yeah. right? Now, you you mentioned something mm-hmm. about if you had passed the ball and you got kicked after passing the ball, yeah. right? Yeah, it's still a free kick. Yeah. But now, let's explain the element of control. Mm-hmm. While you're passing the ball, you're in control. You've directed the ball to where you want it to yeah. go, right? Yeah. And you fouled yeah. after. Now, riddle me this. Mm-hmm. The shot Lacazette took yeah. was an air shot. It wasn't a good one. That's that's the reason was, why. That's, was, the reason, that's another reason why we're having this debate. I, I, this is... Oh, he's gone off. Yeah, I think because Paul's trying to join in. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, like I was saying, is it back in? Or is it? No, it's not back. Um. So, like I was saying, Mm -hmm. if Sanchez had done a few Jones. And probably put his body in front of the ball of John Terry. And like I said, it kicked him. Yeah. Would he still be a pen? Um it depends. I don't know. I don't know. That would be a different judgment, isn't it, from the rest? I, I, this is what I'm saying, because he hasn't he, my main thing why I don't think it's a pen is because he hasn't gone to put in a tackle. Mm-hmm. He's gone for a block. Lacazette, which I don't understand why a, a strike of his quality five <laughs> yards from goal. Airshot. Welcome, Paul. You've joined at a great time. We're discussing the the North London penalty, right? So I posed the question. I posed the question to 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 Elijah. I said, everyone's claiming that Sanchez had had gone in for the tackle, but at first sight, everyone's positioning is huh? Penalty. Okay. Fair enough. But everyone at first sight has gone, oh, great tackle, right? Uh, sorry, great block, not great tackle. Great block, right? So I asked Elijah, I said, if Sanchez had gone and put his body in front of the ball like John Terry style, he hasn't gone with his feet. And he's, he's tried to block the ball, but like I said, you know, Mister, he's, he's done a howler and kicked him. Is that still a pen? Still penalty. <laughs> Paul, <Huh? laughs> you know what? This is the question I've asked everyone because we all know he hasn't got. He hadn't gone in. He didn't go in for a tackle. He went in for a block. Yeah. If he was going for a tackle, mm-hmm. like I said, wouldn't stand up and take that pen. We all know that in terms of the force and everything. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah. Even like I said, he knows they're lucky to get a pen. Yeah, and it's because he screamed and shouted. He's he's don't forget we we've all air shot at some point in our playing career, mm. and we when you miss the ball, the venom at which you <laughs> you hit whatever is in contact next to the ball mm-hmm. is crazy. Yeah, you don't hit anything; your knee jars, right? Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's that's what so, happened to one of my knee back then. Remember in growth. So, <laughs> see, and this is what I'm saying. My my question to everyone is. He's gone for a block, and everybody knows he's gone for a block, but they're saying he doesn't, because like I said, number one was not in control of the ball, mm. Mm. right? If we're counting in milliseconds, right, 
he'd miss the ball before he even made contact. Mm-hmm. And I don't want us to forget that Lacazette made contact with Sanchez. It wasn't the other way around. Yeah. So my question to everyone listening is, if Sanchez had gone with his back mm-hmm. and he got kicked in the back mm-hmm. by Lacazette, would he still be a pen? They might, they might, they might give a pen because um, they look at it as a challenge. I mean, it happened to Trent, right? That, Trent, that's, Trent that's, didn't quite that's go left for the ref to decide that one. So, let's take it back to the. Is it what derby was it? The Merseyside derby, derby, right? Yeah. Trent's one was never a pen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Although, although he moved his, butt. he did raise his leg. He did raise his leg in the end, but the contact had already happened with his back. Yeah. Mm. So this is what I'm saying. Like, this is what when I was saying, we're discussing the incompetence of referees. Mm-hmm. That Trent's penalty should have never been given as a pen. Yeah. Neither should have this one. Be, he, number one, he didn't even go to the monitor. Why didn't he go to the monitor? Because um, it was already, obviously, the debate that's been happening so far. <laughs> them changing their mind when seeing stuff. Like, just, so, just like, obviously, um, Arsenal against Burnley. They gave a pen mm. and then went to the monitor and then changed it. So very stupid. All of that is still playing in your head. And th- th- this this is the question: is, is if we're still talking about it today, right? Mm-hmm. Was that not obvious? Was that is that not an obvious error for him to go to the screen? Because that's the whole point of having VAR, right? Yeah. If you, if it's an if it's an error that you're not sure about, yeah. you go to the screen. Well, mm. I think. Um, the person with the, the the other ref, the the VAR ref, I agreed with him. That's the reason why they gave it. And this is this is this is what this is what actually gets some. This is what gets on my nerves about Premier Premier League referees, right? Yeah. It's the fact that even Ian Wright, mm-hmm. German genius, Martin Keown, they're all saying it's not a pen. Almost everyone in the Sky Sports Studio is saying yeah. that's not a pen. Mm. I think you know. I think also, um, obviously, we had this issue, but with um, the refs said this as well to um, in the United um, Chelsea game, mm-hmm. where obviously mm. Shaw and all those players uh, then said the referee said, you mm. know, because of the magnitude of the game, game yeah. I didn't want to give it. We're seeing in some of these big games. I guess Elijah made a similar point. In some of these big mm. games, they the referees do not want to go back on their on their word. Um, which is kind of a it's, it's, it's the same issue, but you know we're, we're starting to see that following a pattern, whether we agree with it or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know you can understand. I know you guys are saying Mourinho fanboy, but I'm, I'm <laughs> saying even if this was Chelsea, if this was Chelsea or Arsenal, let's say this was Arsenal, right? Yeah. Like let's say for example you weren't playing great, but you scored a world class goal, and you've you've pretty much defended. Because we all know football is two ways. You don't have to have the ball. You don't have to be the greatest team to actually maybe make a draw. And in this case, I'm sure you guys can agree with me that even though Arsenal had all the chances, didn't take them, yeah. Tottenham, regardless of how they played, did enough to actually earn a draw. Yeah. yeah. But the best team on the day won the game. No, 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 no. No argument. No argument, Elijah. No <laughs> argument. I- I'm saying, you know, like you, you, like I said at the start of the podcast, I would give props where props are due. Arsenal battered Tottenham for most of the game. But Tottenham, when you look at it from a defensive point of view, did enough yeah. 
and had enough luck on this yeah. side to draw the yeah. game. So you can look at it like Mike Oliver's actually cost Tottenham a point. Mm-hmm. So if, if we're talking, I know referees are human beings, right? Yeah. And as much as we don't want the game taken away from them, they, they got to step up. Because when you look at it in Europe, mm. they hardly call any English referees. Mm. Yeah. It's not because they're easy to corrupt. They're not easy to buy off. But, you know, it's just performance-wise. It's just not great. Week in, week out, we can't have a, a Premier League weekend without talking about the referee. Mm-hmm. I think the the but, problem in the Premier League they're not using they're not using the VAR properly. That's the that's the that's the main issue there. They're not they're not mm. using it properly compared to like other leagues. When when there's a when there's a problem, they go to VAR and um, they they get the right solution or make the right call. In England here, mm-hmm. there's always a debate. Like in the in the beginning, they were using the 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 screen on the side. And then so many people mm. complain, then they start using it. And then sometimes some pens are, or handball that is not meant to be given, they go there and look at the slow motion and then they get they give it. And then they've changed <laughs> they've changed the interpretation of handball like so many times in the season. Maybe three or four times it's been changed. So that's the problem we're having in England. In in, in Europe they, they just agree to something mm. and they stick to that. Yeah, I think the and Paul, you can correct me. I think you 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 you're in charge. You well, you get involved in all this league organizations. <laughs> I feel like referees have they have something up their backside in terms of you're not going to tell me how to do my job. It's like, you know, they, they see as VAR in the future might just take their job. No, we still need referees on the pitch. Mm. We still do. Yeah, how real? If you try to ask me a loaded question there. Um, I think <laughs> in England, it's just one of those things with referees. Our game is a little bit more physical than other leagues as well. And obviously, the fans and the media in England, you know, have their own power and their own agendas. And we see it, you know, with teams like United that get the most penalties. Mm-hmm. You know, it, we are definitely aware of the power of referees. Mm. And there is always the argument that the big six get, get a fairer share. So I think there's just a lot more, there's a lot of pressure on the refs in England. And I think it's more important that they make the right decisions, which is why they should go to the monitors, why they should review laws. But I think sometimes they, they dig their yeah. heels in to show that they're just, they're going to stick with the decision um, rather than focus on how to have the best rules and the best systems to get to the right decisions. But I think that's just a frustration mm. we all share. I, I can't speak to as to why it's that way, but it's, it's unfortunate. But it's the way English football's been for a long time. And there's this element of stubbornness of this is how we do yeah. things in England, in English football, sorry. Yeah, I, I don't and think that's just we're, we're sticking to it. Punditry. We have this discussion all the time. We are our pundits, whether it's Joe Cole mm. or Merson, they just traditionally say, Oh, this player's come from another league. Well, mm-hmm. I'm not being funny, but can they do it in the Prem? Prem, yeah. You know, coaches wise, you know, we have this culture whenever we see a British <laughs> manager trying to play a different way, you know, we always feel like, Oh, but you can't do that way in the Premier League. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I think we just have that culture in England in general. You can even talk about that with Brexit. I know we're not doing a political show, but. I just think it's just the way we are as English people. Mm. We're talking broad stereotypes. We like things done in a specific way. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That's not the English mentality. You don't bet. It's, it's our way or no way. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Anyway, enough uh, about the, the North London derby. I was uh, just going to say, when, when I you guys get a draw, see, everyone sorry, to me like, oh, boy, are you sure? Are you sure? And <laughs> lo and behold... <laughs> <laughs> and I would have been right. But Nearly happened. It was a confirmed loss. Yeah, that was what Tolle said, didn't it? Yeah, because I mean, to be honest with you, I, I don't want to get into how Tottenham played because there's no defending how they played. But as a manager, if you've got Son, yeah. Son getting injured didn't help. Yeah. I'm guessing. But even before that, they weren't playing great anyway. But maybe mm. he, they could have turned it around. Maybe you know during the first half when they had that little. Yeah. Um, spell mm-hmm. a possession. It could have happened. There could have been that extra run from Sun, but m- my <laughs> lord, how useless was Bale? <laughs> but we're not gonna go there because for me, I-, I think. By the way, Elijah, please <laughs> stop defending Doherty. Please, please, please. Do you know what Doherty and Semedo <laughs> are fighting for the worst player this season? They are fighting oh, for Simon. like the worst performance in the season. I'm not joking. Uh, no, not even signings. Like just player, worst player of the season is between Doherty and 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 Semedo, <laughs> Nelson Semedo. I swear to you, watching that guy for Wolves is atrocious. And you think for a guy who had a well a season before last, a great season, season before last at great. Barcelona, he didn't have a very. He didn't have a good one last season. Last, last season, season wasn't that great. Yes, but the season before that... the reason why he got sold. <laughs> yes. He exposed it so bad. Yeah, I think Alfonso <laughs> Davis is still <laughs> responsible for that guy's career until today. <laughs> yeah. Alf- Alfonso <laughs> Davis is very, very much responsible for his downturn in, in luck. But seriously, I think it's between him and Doherty. And... How funny is it that one left Wolves and one came to Wolves? Like, I, I don't understand. Yeah. Like, I was having a conversation with Elijah, and Elijah was like, oh, no, it's a new yeah, season. He's, so he's used to playing wing-back. I have to tell Elijah, we both know wing-back. Wing-back is not a permanent position. Yeah, but you it's need a, to, it's but almost you need like to a made-up position. You still got to be a right-back. Like three or four years. So he needs to change. Yeah, yeah but... Okay, okay. Why, I'm not why? arguing with you. But even as a wing back, get rid of Victor Moses. Tell me. Yeah, because that because they didn't need him at wing back. But you got you have to position anymore. That's the reason Mm. why he left Chelsea. Because he wasn't he wasn't good enough. But the difference is Victor Moses attacking player like playing as a seven, and then is not good enough as a right back. That's the reason why they got rid of him. But the. the, the key thing is it, the difference between that and this yeah. is that Victor Moses is actually but a winger. He wasn't. Doherty is a right back. Yeah, but he's, he's not a winger. He's never been a winger. He's a right back. His first job is. I am. I'm not disputing mm. that. Four three years, right? you as a right back. Your first. It's not like they turned him from a right back to a right winger. Mm-hmm. It's not like a Juan Bissaka. Mm-hmm. His main priority is to defend. Even whether you're playing yeah. wing-back or yeah. not. Wing, the whole purpose of wing-back is mm-hmm. to defend and create options while you're attacking. So tell me, how can you not do the first part of your job even if you're falling back into a back four? Yeah. I understand the amount yeah. of grounds you cover is different. 
But mm-hmm. surely, if you're not covering that much ground, an opposite <laughs> left hand should not be turning you in and out like they're trying to wash well, colored clothes and well, we, and non-colored. We, we forgot how to debate. Do you know that flick was so dis- always had someone on his back. If they go past him, there's someone there to cover him. So he probably forgot how to do that. That was why he was having but this so is much the- problem on Sunday, and but, he was playing against a very good. But this is why I don't. Uh, a very good uh, left back. So that was the problem. Do, do you know what? Yeah. He would have probably had a better day for Bami and played. Because he got faced by two, yeah. you know, more like winger yeah. kind of player, Tierney and Emmy Smith role, right? But this... So this why he was struggling. But this is the thing. In training, how can he take your whole season Playing in training against the likes of Son, Ali, and Bale, and you're telling me it's taking you a whole year to learn how to defend a right back when in in training all you I do is play right Sometimes back. the players that come from these teams that go, that make a move up are just not as good as sometimes yeah. we expect. Sometimes yeah. we watch them play four or five times a year, mm. and they make the move, and they're just not of the quality we thought they were. Yeah, that they have. Yeah, I, I've watched him a lot. No, so this I mean, season. Like, that's I, why I'm qualified I mean, like, to have an Wolves, opinion. Yes, I'm a Mourinho fanboy. That's my. That's what I mean. Sorry. So he's come to Spurs. Oh, I've watching him week in week out, and mm. we're like, okay, this guy. Because you know that saying of you can pump yourself up a bit like Wan Bissaka. You could argue you can pump yourself up to play against the big boys mm-hmm. six games a season or whatever it is. But when you play for mm. the Tottenham's, the Chelsea's, etc., every mm. week is an important game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Yep. You, you don't have time to, to even make a mistake or anything but you know mm, Elijah said true. Bill should have helped him a bit more I agree but if if you know you're playing yeah. behind Bale you shouldn't yeah. expect much it's a mindset you should go into the game with take for example Serge Aurier mm-hmm. who, who we all think is not a great right back right when he plays with Bale Different animal. He even it looks like mm-hmm. it looks like he looks forward to playing with Bell because he knows he has that channel where yes. he's gonna run mm-hmm. all day and Bell's just gonna tuck in. With Doherty, I don't even think there's an understanding. And there were times where in the yeah. second half, I know you boys were watching it and you were watching Arsenal, but were there not times where you were looking at Doherty on right back and saying, mm-hmm. "Bro, please just just go." Like, please, just, just go. And you look at... The big contrast between him and Regulon is amazing. Like, you know, no one's saying play like Regulon, but you, you have to... I think this podcast should be called Doherty because he, for, the whole, for the whole season, right? For the whole season, watching Tottenham, he, he just reminds well, me of Ben so Davis. Tell her, tell her. Come to remember, it hasn't he does... Even Ben Davis is what... Yeah. Because he's been not because not because yeah, Mourinho exactly. wanted to bench him. He's just been crap. That's why he's never had the chance. Yeah, he yeah. he was bought to start. He not it, it wasn't like Mourinho all of a sudden thinks, oh, you know what? Yeah. I'm not gonna play you or you're back off. Yeah, no, he he, he had, was just he he's just been good, bad. The, the first and look, I know he didn't have a great preseason game. I think he was the best. He was the best player for Tottenham on that day. When they played yes. against Everton and they lost, he was the best player on yes. that day. So and if the league, I don't, I don't know what happened yeah. to him, but I don't think he's and if, played if the enough. League, yeah, if yeah, 
that was his first game. He had to prove something. But if the league was won on one match per season, <laughs> he'll probably be player of the season. But, you know, it's just like I've, I've actually held back for like what? This is what our seventh episode about not talking about this guy. Because, you know, I mean, yeah. 20, 20, how many games? Yeah, now? 27 how many games? games? Out of those games? 28 games. And... How, many, how many games has he started? He's played. He's played at least half. He's played at least half. He's played at least yeah, half, and he's played. He's played uh, UEFA Cup as well. Europa, Europa League. League. Sorry, <laughs> I, I just Europa, exposed my age Europa again. League. UEFA Cup. So, uh, <laughs> it depends on. It depends on the team he's been playing. That's a different level, a different standard to like the Premier League. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I'm saying there's no have, reason remember, why he should remember, be this bad. Bell looked bad until like five. No reason. Ago, or five matches ago. That he started scoring goals, everyone's like, "Oh, Bill is finished," and now everyone's yeah, like, but, "Oh, he's he's found his joy back." So yeah, but, that can happen to anyone. Yeah, but yeah. but at least Bill's had five games. He's had five good games. <laughs> Doherty hasn't had Maybe five hasn't, good games. He hasn't had the rhythm to play five. <laughs> you know, like this five games in a row. Yeah. Oh, is he is he a violinist? Yeah, he got to. <laughs> Why is he looking for rhythm? What is, is it a jazz musician? We're saying defend. You're asking me about rhythm. Just stay with the back four. If you can't attack, at least don't concede. As well. So maybe maybe he hasn't got the confidence right now. Yeah. He, to be way. honest with you. So you got you got you got to look at the plus. And yeah, the, I, I think he needs to go back to walls. Well, the positive and negative side. So I'm looking at the. Yeah. I, I think I think you you you're better off talking about the positive and negative because yeah. you haven't watched him as probably as much as I've done this season. I think if you yeah. have, and you speak to any Tottenham fan, mm. they would be telling you fifteen million was a good business. Yeah, yeah, right same. now because everyone was well, thinking man. bargain. I, like, I think oh, it's wow, a good man. business. Why didn't Arsenal look at that player? Because uh, we, we had we had Cedric and Bellerino. Yeah, like but, why didn't they just? I don't know why. We, because I was like, why are we signing? Why are we signing? Now, that's another player. A player from Southampton that they didn't want anymore. That's what we're getting for free. Uh, why didn't we just get mm. a quality if we were playing? If we were playing, because then Arsenal were playing three at the back and playing the wing back. I was like, is that not mm. someone you should go for? Yeah, but now take a look at this. You're talk- you just talked about yeah. Cedric. Mm-hmm. Cedric has hardly yeah. had a kick. For Arsenal, but every oh, time he plays uh, earlier in the season, yeah, he had a rhythm though. Sometimes Europa, you know, even because Europa was every every other week, and then he had like, yeah, but... and then he played left back for some time when Tierney was off. He played left back, and then right now, right now, he's but playing, so did he's so did Doherty as a, though. As a right back, he's right now. So yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like when when you guys when he started playing. A couple games after, you know, a game after. Of didn't course. you think, oh, this guy should definitely be benching Bellerin? Yeah. And this is this is this is my point. This is this is someone who's ha- hardly like he's hardly had a game, but he's coming yeah. with a fire and thinking, boom, I have to make this spot mine. Mm. That's where I'm coming from. I'm yeah. not saying he's yeah, a bad player, yeah. like overall. No, he's not. He's not. Let, let, maybe maybe mm. that's coming across as strong. Maybe the way I'm criticizing him, but. To just have game on game mm. where you're just you're just bad, 
So he's played mm. 15 Premier League games this season. That's a lot. I mean, look, some players take a while. Remember Bale at the beginning of the Nine in Europa League. A long time to come good. So, you know, players sometimes, they're just dipping out of form. And sometimes there's there's no deep meaning other than it just takes them a while to find their confidence. Yeah. You guys, that, that, I think for today, you guys are the sense of reason because <laughs> I know how to give players. I know how to be objective when it comes to players, but... With this, with this one, I can't. But anyway, um, another important thing happened this weekend, which uh, obviously, as young black men, we can't yeah. overlook is Zaha not taking about that last week. This weekend, yeah, no, we last spoke about we spoke about it in the group chat a little bit. Uh, no, yeah, 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 not not. Uh, no, yeah, <clears throat> but he. He, he, I don't want to use the word he refused to take a knee. He took a stand not yeah. to take a knee, pun. <laughs> but um, what do you guys buy into his... What do you think about, his, about the statement he made? Paul, do you want to about, go first? You know, um, no, nothing's been done. Um, yeah, it's a, just a cliche like now. I watched an interview with him on another podcast. I believe it was on the Judy or something like that really good guy mm. and he spoke about this I watched his podcast maybe a month ago so he kind of spoke about the issues around yeah. you know more needs yeah. to be done I don't know if you guys watched the interview either but yeah I did, I did, I did so I, I wasn't yeah. surprised you know he goes into quite good detail I don't want to steal another podcast shine but he kind of talks mm. about you know his opinion on everything that's going on social media etc so I think and he said this with um, LeBron I think if you want to stand up for an issue I think Zaha's going to better the right way. He's done his research. You yeah. know, he's he's unfortunately been in and around this abuse. You know, I don't know his personal life, but I'm sure he's more than knowledgeable enough on this situation. And he just mm-hmm. feels like the gesture was a nice gesture at first, which is why yeah. he did it. And he's now yeah. looking at what's happening to his fellow, fellow colleagues yeah. and peers mm-hmm. and saying, mm-hmm. actually, this gesture is now already irrelevant. So he's now decided to make another gesture um, to yeah. hopefully spark some conversation and hopefully mm-hmm. push the, the relevant authorities to make some changes, i.e. some of the social media platforms um, and the FA, etc. So would I do what he's done? I don't know. I'm not in his position, but, you know, to see another young male make a decision uh, and he obviously mm. explained why he did it before. Um, yeah. yeah, I'm a big fan of what he did. You know, hopefully mm-hmm. he keeps the same energy and he keeps using his platform uh, as an opportunity to speak up on, on something that, that is really important and We've all seen all the, the horrible things that have been going on with the footballers just around the black footballers in the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, Paul said, Paul well said, said well everything said. That, that was said as well. Like, I'm in support of him for what he did. Because um, I think with me, it's just, it's all formalities right now. And uh, when did this start? Last year or so? Yeah. When football came back, when was football back? I think in June. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Also, like, what's changed? What's changed so far? I don't think. Yeah, project really restart. Changed. Yeah. So nothing's really changed. Less banners. Just. So you, so you guys think? Well, for him yes. taking a stand was to, yes. like Paul said, to provoke actions to be taken, and I, I, I just think you know. I'm not tired of talking about racism, but I'm tired of talking about racism and, you know, the authority, not authority, but Mm -hmm. people who are in 
the right positions to do things are saying these things take time. It takes time. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't take time to change the rule of, of, of the footballing rule. It doesn't take I know racism yes. is embedded mm-hmm. in the heart. It's embedded. In, it's a behavioral thing. But the punishment for this of course. can be so grave that of it could course. do a 360 mm-hmm. on behavior. Yeah, at least in public. Some of the sanction people get is a joke. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's, like, that's the reason. Like, if I'm not being sanctioned or being punished, like, properly, I'll like, go out there and do it again. Mm. That's, some pe- that's some people's mentality anyway. Yeah, because the guy that abused Ian Wright, yeah. the, the guy that abused Ian Wright walked out of court. Exactly. So he's probably going to no, go nothing, back a slap on the wrist. Again. So that's why I, I'm on the same page as you guys, where I I totally support what yeah. you know uh, Zaha's doing, and I think for a while, maybe all black players should stand. Yeah. While everyone takes a knee, like let's still observe the silence, but we're mm. taking a stand. Like, listen, we we've won the yeah. badge, we've done the label, we've done the talk, but the powers that be, I think, what's what's probably even made them overlook this thing is because yeah. How do you say it? They believe yeah. like because there are no fans in the stadium, so there yeah, is no racism. Yeah. But this players go on social. These same mm-hmm. fans that would be present in the stadium are the ones going online yeah. and and doing stuff like this. I mean, I think it's high time where the authority actually contacts. Yeah. If we're talking about football related yeah. now here, because mm-hmm. obviously this is it's on a bigger scale. I think it's it's just a case of listen. Yes. Yes. We need yeah. to haunt down people who do this. Find out if they have a season ticket. Da, 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 da. To the extent, like, you know, if an opposing player from a, another club, you know, abuses mm-hmm. another player racially, yeah, but it a stern action should be taken. That's the, that's the point he's trying to make. Mm-hmm. Like, look at Suarez. What did he get? Look at John Terry. What did he get? Yeah, I, I, I think you guys have hit the nail on it. It's, it's really the legislation, really. It's not to say, you know, there's loads of good initiatives but I think the issues like we said it's it's the legislation right so it comes down to Mm. you know if we're talking about a ban financially so if we're talking about money financially Mm. the amount of money isn't that high you know whether it be players or teams Mm. if you're talking about bans again it's not that high but for me that's why I I get why Zaha's doing which I said would I do it I don't know but you've got you you can only use the resources to the best of your ability so Zaha's Mm. making a decision based off what he knows he can do. But the issue yeah. is really around the severity. So I like to forget who, which one of you guys said it, but it's about tracking down people in the stadiums, you know, really putting your energy and resources. Like we said, we know obviously mm. racism is a, is a wider issue, but in football, mm-hmm. people shouldn't be, feel comfortable to make these, um, to make these remarks in a yeah. stadium where you can be found. Yeah. And furthermore, on social media, media, like several yeah. players have said, you know, Zaha is one of many um, players have said, you know, people are allowed to abuse people. So we're talking about it from race, but it's even wider than that. But, you know, why are people allowed to abuse people and not be held accountable? It really mm. just comes down to accountability, um, which is very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Mm. And you guys might think this is crazy. I think going forward, once once people are allowed back in the stadium, any club mm. or any ground where racial abuse has been uttered, right? Mm. Uttered yeah. in the crowd, automatic three points deduction. That's where we need to go. Because the reason why I feel like the, the people, the, 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 the FA aren't taking serious um, 
measures is because I hear yeah. this thing about, oh, but it's just one player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's one mm-hmm. club too. Do you understand? And they're very worried about mm-hmm. the financial aspect. Like, oh, that three point might cost yeah. City the so, league. Yeah, really or, or yeah. Three points might cost Chelsea the league or the yeah, Champions League so spot. Who cares? Who cares? Might relegate your club. Who cares? You miss out from Europe. Everyone will behave themselves. I think I think we have to be honest about football as well. So obviously we are three. Matt Bell's talking about oh. it because race is one of the big issues in football. Um, but you know, again, Tola, you know Italian football better than me. Mm. But if we talk about, I'm not going to mention clubs because I don't want to talk out of place because I haven't been, I, I haven't, I haven't been to the stadiums. But I still wonder how I support AC Milan. Don't worry. Italian clubs, some of the ultras have anti-Semitic part, yeah. statements on yeah. the actual grounds. These players still come to the grounds and essentially mm-hmm. bully football mm-hmm. players and managers mm. just around picking teams. So obviously, when we talk about race, it's you, you know, we unfortunately see the worst elements of it, but the truth of the matter is, going back to, I can't remember who made the point, these people are scared to officiate and to to really pull up the fans. A lot mm. of fans at some of our favourite football clubs, I'm not going to mention the names, in England, in Italy, in Spain, yeah. the ultras, mm. you know, which is why they're so successful at a certain level, because these fans mm. make it untenable for opposition fans and players. Yeah. And they know... If they lose these fans from the games, you know, mm-hmm. certain clubs that aren't doing well at yeah. their home stadium because these fans are not around. Around, yeah. Do you know what I mean? They get an advantage from abusive fans. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And unfortunately, as black players and black people, we get the worst mm. version of it. But these fans yeah. need to be held accountable to all the things they say, especially yeah. the racial remarks, because they are the forefront. But these clubs not only do not want to do that, they also understand these people buy season tickets, go home in a way. I say this to you all, like, all the time. How many people would go home in yeah. a way just supporting Arsenal, for example, mm. to Newcastle? Think about the sacrifice people are giving up to watch football. They know that if they, how can I say it? If they Cut look to more, more modern fans, the more mm. modern fans are not buying drinks, are not buying mm. snacks, are not following the team yeah. around, are not yeah. going to, you know, we say this about Arsenal which is why we, we fortunately don't have this issue because it's yeah. a library because our fans are modern, our, ma- our fans yeah. are mature and yeah. they now know most of our fan base is very multicultural from mm. different countries but it's, how many yeah. other top football clubs can follow yeah, that no. model? Yeah. But with everything you said, which is a great, they're, they're amazing points. Yeah. It's still centered around finance, financial aspects mm-hmm. of things. Mm-hmm. And there's already enough money in the game, right? Mm-hmm. That if you punish one fan. Oh, I'm not making an excuse, by the way. There's someone no, else would, waiting to queue up for that season ticket. I'm in a place to do that, so it's easy yeah. for me to say it. But, you know, I don't want to go mm. on too long of a tangent, but we're all from the same country. So we know how deep corruption can be once it gets in place. And mm. we've seen this with FIFA and UEFA, um, which is why there's another, you know, ch- uh, European tournament for club football coming up next season. <laughs> you know, football is, as much as I love football, you know, I'm, I'm mm. old enough to say football is run by money. There's going to be a World Cup oh, in a cool. certain country in not too long from now. Yeah. You know, we are very, we are very blatantly seen in front yeah. of our own eyes yeah. that money is running football. Yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot of money in, in football. So, 
Yeah, I, I think I think the the race issue around football is, is something that it's it's so unfortunate because like, do you know one thing that surprises me is this same stupid racist fans that will vote for another ethnic player's player of the season. And then this is what I'm saying, you know, there are people who do it straight out of head from the heart, and there's some people who think they're doing it mm-hmm. to wind up the players. Both equal punishments. People points need to start no, being stripped away from clubs. I, I don't think they're going to mess with the big bank because that quickly. It, um, personally, because I think a lot of our, a lot of our favorite, a lot and of then our favorite, we're um, forever going to be European teams. Go on. Potentially might not make Europe. You know, like I said, City who were not playing mm. by the rules um, financially, all of a sudden everyone wanted to stitch on them. Yeah, Arsenal, all of the mm. top clubs were like, these guys are not financially playing fair. Yeah. And, and then every football club in unison had an opinion, rightly or mm. wrongly. UEFA were ready to ban them, etc. And City had to pull out the big boy lawyers. Mm. So, you know, we said this before, until it's going to affect someone financially or competitively mm. change will not be be had unfortunately so you know well done mm. to Zaha to make a stand we now need to you know make people more aware of actually people are, are feeling a type of way and players like Zaha are, are in the best position to push that agenda mm. I mean if any change is going to happen in football mm-hmm. Where best to start than race? I mean, take a, a board, take, just take for example start with the board members. The, the current making making well, diverse. It has it has to be. Has yeah, to even be I'm not even trying to go that high. There's no there's no diversity in the. No, the reason why I'm saying the reason why I'm the reason, reason why I'm trying to look at it. Yeah, but yeah. reason why I'm even trying to look at it from a TV screen, right? Is the potential best player in the Premier League this season in Gundogan is yeah. of ethnic yeah. minority. Whether he's German or not, he's Turkish. Do you understand what I'm saying? Lukaku, yeah. who's probably the best player in, in, in mm-hmm. uh, Serie A at the moment, he's black. You know, yeah. okay, Lewandowski, he's yeah. Polish. There's still, you know, prejudice against Polish people. So mm-hmm. where best to start apart from race, to make a change. You know, it's not like there's all white and superior around, you know, which is stupid anyway. But I, I just feel race, the just grievous punishment. I'm, I can't express it enough. Grievous, harsh punishment should be taken because from when a state, a, a whole club is being fined £20,000 or so, for racial remarks yeah. and, and hey, don't know, he's been fined 50k for wearing a boxer because <laughs> he wasn't was sponsored. That. You know that that's that's why it, it annoys me that yeah. it's not surprising to me. It annoys me that finances mm-hmm. determine mm-hmm. how people's races are treated in football. You know, it's 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 actually a very underwhelming thing to even think about. Like, so you're telling me in order for you to make a correction, you got to think about money. I understand money is important. Don't get me wrong, because without money, none of these ethnic players would probably be earning the big bucks they, they, they're earning now. But in terms of the entertainment they're given, no, no amount of money is enough for you to racially abuse someone. Hmm. 
or for 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 a degree of punishment not to be taken. It's, it just doesn't remember, fit. Remember, and, I, and I'm going to uh, reiterate again. You punish one. Then how many games did they get banned for? Uh, was it eight games or six mm. games? And and then and then how many how many how many months was he banned? Yeah, for but he was getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> so you can see, so you can see the <laughs> almost a year now. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm saying? But they take other things more serious. I, I think if nothing's going to be done, yeah. I think what should happen then is every player, right? And I mean every player should have the right to do what <laughs> Didier Zokora did to uh, what's the name Emre in the Turkish league. No, I haven't. Actually. Zokora <laughs> and his teammates. I don't know if you guys have seen the video. You haven't. I will send you a clip. Emre got, yeah, and guess what? Emre was actually one of my most favorite player at the time. Oh, really? Okay. Back then, he got kicked up and down the pitch <laughs> by Zokora and his teammates. And I think that should be allowed. And Zokora didn't get sent off. They, none of them got sent off. Because the referee was aware of what happened, the previous fixture. So I think if, the, if, the, if, if they're not going to do anything about it, a fan should be allowed to be fly kicked the way Cantona did. I know it's going to, everyone's going to go up on them. It's going to become lawless. Because, yeah. I mean, right now, what the people in charge are saying is they're lawless as well. You know, someone racially abuses, like the guy that yeah. racially abused Sterling was so close, he could have just round kicked the guy. He could have roundhoused him. And that should be allowed if you're not going to do anything. Because how much should a, should a human being take? I know we talk about anger issues, about players not being frustrated. But if it's not football related, well, the thing the you should be getting a roundhouse kick might, in the stadium. I don't care. Because if you're playing, if you're playing away from home, the rest of the fans might just run into the pitch and rush you guys. That's that's the only downside of that. Mm. I know, I know. I'm just saying, but you know, mm. no fan is gonna fight for another family. Well, you never know. You're not family. <laughs> Let's not get too excited. <laughs> You know, yeah. well, you never know. Only if they're like a you know a team of hooligans, yes, you can understand. Mm. But what I'm saying is, if it happens from a player or a fan, if the law is not going to do anything severe about it, <laughs> someone like Suarez, when he came back, they should have sent him back. I mean, the, the, the Suarez issue was a little bit. I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Things we're talking about, right? Just in terms, of, just in terms of his one was more someone that needed to be educated, so he needed a, yeah. a, a more substantial ban, and probably financially as well, um, yeah. in terms of the rules. Um, and obviously, the way he treated Everett when he came back was very much that he was a victim. For me, it's more about behaviour. You know, I understand yeah. if you come yeah. from a different cult. For me, I'm not making an excuse for Suarez, but if you come from a different culture, I see how mm. you can yeah, make that been, mistake. Been educated. Anyway. Yeah. My 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 issue around that was how Liverpool made it seem he was the victim, mm. not Patrice, yeah. which I think is did, wrong. Which Carragher did say they regret that. Yeah, and we mm. all make mistakes. Yeah, and, I, and you know, but for me, it just shows and Henderson too. Towards issues, Henderson is, too. This person was found guilty. You know, before being found guilty, fine, back everyone. Do you know what I mean, but once you're found guilty, don't mm. carry on because it was not like Suarez was not a victim. Once he was found guilty, everyone understood why. Whether again, we say this all the time, right? We all we all work in industries where we are regulated by different authorities. If we make a mistake, we will apologize. 
we'll tell our manager whatever it is a week finances whatever and then we'll move on mm. we wouldn't then go on national tv and be upset to the person who was abused mm. and then try and play the victim for me this whole you know you know oh why am i being you know it happened to Cavani as well where people when he's you know his ex-teammates and players trying to back him wrong is wrong you know, we're talking about it from a race point of view, Tola. You said it so well. You know, it doesn't matter if you're black, if you're Turkish, etc. Mm-hmm. Wrong is wrong, right? So we all need to be educated. That's where it comes down to, you know. You should always, not only should you have to be fined mm-hmm. and banned, but you should always have, you should also have to be educated because there's a large section of, of people in this world that do not understand the words you can say. And more importantly, the power to which these words have because, Tola, mm. you said it so well. Some of these people just think that you can just say these words to put someone off, but myself and Elijah have never played for the same football team. But if we are pros, certain fans that might sing my name might abuse him. For me, that's distracting because if I'm playing football and someone's calling Elijah's name, what's the difference between me and Elijah? Mm-hmm. Really, mm-hmm. Other than we're wearing a different kit. So I think football is one of my frustrations. Someone mm-hmm. that goes to watch games, you know, fans feel like you can go to games and, oh, I didn't mean it like that. Mm. I wasn't trying to be offensive. I was just trying to put them off. You need to understand the context of our words. There's certain words, yeah. and I say it to everyone, I know that if you call your mum or your dad something, or your brother or your sister something, if I repeat that same word, that, you know, your whole family might unfortunately decide to, to mm-hmm. <laughs> take, make it physical. And that's without me talking about anything that has to do with race or a specific culture. Yes, of course. We have to understand words have power. Yeah. And we need to understand that in places of work, which football stadiums are, these are where professional mm. footballers go to work. You cannot the be abused work, because yeah. I could not walk into Barclays. I could not walk into mm. a school and abuse a teacher or a bank manager. So why is it okay in a football stadium? Stadium, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's that sense of entitlement, like we're paying you anyway. You know, you know that kind of crap. Like Just we're paying you're you, millionaire so we're allowed to say wherever we want because it'll you put you off you your don't, game. You don't go to and, a concert you know, to start screaming. Oh, Beyonce! You're exactly, and I. Th- mm. Yeah. So why? And this is you guys have made so many great examples. Like the, obviously the concert one. Why is it okay? And I'm not saying it only happens to footballers. I'm saying in terms of public service, why is it okay to do that to footballers? Why? Like, I, I, I'll never get it. I'll never get it. And, you know, another thing is when we're talking about the powers that be making or taking a decision or making stunts is mm. if a player like, and mm, yeah. I, to be honest with you, this is even less on the FA, yeah. more on the clubs, right? The clubs have to take responsibility. Mm-hmm. When a player is, because when yeah. you and I go apply for a job, in our training, there's diversity. Why are people like Cavani not getting diversity training once they sign with a club for a huge amount? You're telling me you can pay a player £200,000 a week, mm-hmm. but you can't give him diversity training that costs £1,000. Yeah. Like, it is your job as a club as well to help yeah. these players not make mistakes. The same way yeah. it is your job to help these players perform to the maximum capacity in order to get result for you. It is your job for you to train them for the environment you want them to work in. Clubs, yeah. So, yeah, we mm. can say FA well, all along, FA all along. Why are the clubs waiting way, for the FA? Lately, clubs have started to yeah. create like a 
diversity manager or something in every club. I think now they're having that in, in every football club. So to uh I mean, it should be part of the requirements. You're about to sign for us. This is for you to sign. You have to. Yeah. And it doesn't matter if it's in England, if it's in Spain, because even as a black person, right? Mm. And I'm not trying to, you know, play devil's advocate or anything like that. I could go to Spain yeah. and a word yeah. I've been hearing as a cuss word might offend yeah. Spanish people. And I say it because nobody's told me. That part I get. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? That part I get so... It doesn't matter what league it is. Mm. You know, people might have an idea about German or French people. They go into the league, you know, they have an altercation mm. with a, a French player or a German player and they say the wrong things because they think it's a curse word. You know, it, yeah. diversity is not, we're not just talking about just, mm. oh, because he's black or Asian or this. No, we're talking across the board. You know, yeah. there are things that I didn't know you couldn't say to an mm. English person when I first came to this country. Do you understand what I'm saying? You know, it's diversity across the board just has to be a huge thing. And that's why Zai had taken a stand, to be honest. It was amazing to see this weekend. Out of 22 players plus staff and everyone, he, he stood tall. Yeah. The way I saw it was a this is a black man standing tall because he's tired. You know, people don't want to read yeah. like, you know, Black Panther into it. But that's the way I saw it. Like He's standing tall because yeah. he, he, what true. he said makes sense. Why do I have to kneel for you to think I'm important? At least he, at least he explained, he explained the reason why. Because some people might be you like, know, "Oh, but, um, we're doing this for these people, and and one of them is not joining us to do it." Mm. For me, I don't know why people like Gary Lineker have not been invited yet. Mm. The likes of Rio Ferdinand, uh, Anton Ferdinand, <laughs> and you know. <laughs> Maybe exclude Ashley Cole. I'm joking. But, <laughs> you know, to, to be on this board and, and just drive change. It's not hard. And I'm sure these guys would do it as, like, as an NPF anyway, like not for profit. I mean, NFP or whatever. Just drive change. It's, it's hard, but it's not hard. The hardest part is reaching out to everybody. Starting and putting things that physical that everybody can see, and I'm not talking about banner or ba yeah, the, okay, let's not undermine the badge that comes down or, or or on the shirt or the time the time um the match day time uh, that drops that. down that says no no uh, no room for racism. Those those are important. True. Yeah, but to another <laughs> guy in Gloucestershire, that's just another thing. He doesn't see as anything, you know. But you know. Race is always going to, until things change, it's always going to be an issue. It really will always be an issue. And it's unfortunate that the powers that be are not doing enough. They might think they're doing enough, but they're not. Because when they're about to change rules and regulation, we see how they go about it. VAR only took four or five years, right? <laughs> Goal line technology took two, three yeah. years, right? From the point of saying we want this to to it actually happening, so why is it taking so long? Is 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 racism fueling finances? That's the question for the FA and the powers that be. Anyway, uh, there was so much more to talk about, you know, but we'll leave everything else <laughs> to next week because our, our time's far spent. I was going to touch on Eddie Nazard, but 
um, it's you know it, it will be a it be a, a a damping discussion on on the very important discussion we've just had. Uh, and for those listening to us um, again, please follow us on Box Eighteen Talk uh, on Instagram. Uh, like we said, look out for content. Look out for um, just different videos and different memes, and let us know what you think about this. You know, conversation in particular. Uh, we'll be doing a lot of engagement on Instagram, so please let us know what you what you think. And again, as ever, um, Elijah, Paul, I said that the Liga. Any closing remarks in this? And I always <laughs> laugh that. <laughs> um, but I guess as I only have one closing remark next week, can we please talk about Syria? Um, it seems like yeah. this Scudetto will be going to the yeah, blue it's, side. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, get, it's getting very interesting. I, I, did, I did say... Elijah, do you have anything to say? Right, <laughs> okay, so... So, guys, we're going to have a guest next week. We'll be having a guest on the show next week. Um, <laughs> you guys literally just pull me off my train, my train of thoughts, man. I'm why you guys? Why are you? Why are you so desperate to talk about La right Liga? Uh, I mean, Syria. Why? You know, I was, why? I, I was told we will talk about you know all the top European leagues, and I thought like we haven't. Is, is that, that so? Syria in at about, least yeah. in at least three weeks, and it's just yeah. a bit of a coincidence, no? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, um, right now, yeah. Yeah, right now, you DM me. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, yeah. You DM me. I'm Mugabe in the hell out of this podcast right now. <laughs> so, what? I'm 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 a in the hell out of this podcast right now. Whatever I say goes. Yeah. But yeah, we'll be having a guest next week uh, on this on the on the podcast. Uh, I'm, I think Paul is quite familiar with. Him. Oh, did we lose Toller there? I felt like he was mid-speech. But yeah, I think I think if I know who who Toller's talking about, I think. That, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a Man United fan. That'll be, yeah, that'll be interesting to talk about. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's a United fan. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know when they say, you know when they say, blood of blood of my enemies. We'll find out. I don't. <laughs> Listen, yeah. Let them just come and interview me for that job. I'll be best friends with Rashford, Pogba, and I just tell them, boys, how do you want to play? We play how you want to play. <laughs> But, but but the but the funny thing is, yeah, he's not doing a bad do you, job. Their second do you think, league, brother? <laughs> but yeah, uh, he's actually not doing a bad job. All all agenda. Well, I'll put my agenda aside yeah. for a second. He's done all right. Top four last year. They're second at the moment. Mm-hmm. Mm. Exactly. That's the uh, point. He's got uh, good players. Mm-hmm. He's got good players. He should not be doing a. You know one thing, mm. I, I hate so to I say it, but Mourinho already said you, you can't win the league with his players, but they're good players. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to win stuff, you keep it. Yeah, you if you don't have ambition, you don't sack stuff. him. Mm. Yeah, if you don't have no ambition yeah. and you're yeah, okay what, with Adidas paying the rest of their sponsorship deal because you're making Champions League, keep it. No, no, because when Arsenal was doing top four, top four, top four, winning nothing, everyone was cussing Arsenal. That's what mm. Man you are doing right now. Mm. Mm. 
because I, I I had this conversation a couple well many weeks ago um, yeah. with someone you and I know quite well, and even Elijah, you know, uh, <laughs> Calvin, right? Had this conversation, and he's mm. telling me all how Ole is doing brilliantly, and I'm like, United yeah. fans have actually mm. forgotten what it means to support Manchester United. Yeah. They they have, they have forgotten the same way Arsenal yeah. fans forgot for a while what it meant to actually support Arsenal. Yeah. Do you understand? Mm. And it's until when everybody woke up like, no, we actually mm. deserve more than just FA Cup. And then you got to put the pressure on the players because they're there to, to, to fulfil those goals. I know the, 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 the club yeah. mission every year changes, yeah. which is to be successful, which mm. is number one, financially successful. Trophies then come after. Yes, mm. we get that. But people are starting to forget what United, one of the biggest, one of the two biggest clubs in England stand for. Which is not just to get knocked out by Sevilla and semi-final and be okay and say, yeah, but we vibe good. No. You know, yeah. but kudos to them. Mm. Let them keep them. Let them keep <laughs> Pogba turn 28 today. You know. <laughs> Let them keep Oli. <laughs> Tommy Wa will keep <laughs> will keep playing well for them, according to Elijah. But you know, it, it, I think I think that's just something we might have to leave for next week in terms of mm-hmm. how clubs just lose sight of fan, fans lose sight of, of what the club's supposed to stand for. Tottenham mm-hmm. fans, they're <laughs> literally shooting for the can't, stars right now. That's they why they have enough to criticise Mourinho and stuff. But, you know, I'm a Milan <laughs> fan. No, they can't. My 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 Portuguese daddy, no way. <laughs> but yeah, um, anyway, thank you guys again for your time today. Um, we'll 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 be having Tim on the podcast next week. I think it'll be very interesting. So block out like nearly two hours of your time. Uh, <laughs> it'll be a United bashing moment. <laughs> oh, that's a part. I can't wait. Imagine if Milan win on Thursday as well. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> yes, it was supposed to come today. I was like, nah, <laughs> let me just push this next week. But yeah, anyway, thank you guys so much for your time. And please, Follow us on Box18 Talks, uh, talk on Instagram. I look forward to every other episode. Keep sharing, keep liking. Thank you so much. Have a nice day, guys.